Hey, Biff, you know Batman does not make New Year's resolutions. We're doing this again? Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, why doesn't Batman make uh, New Year's resolutions, John? He enforces them! <laughs> hey, what happens if Bruce Wayne doesn't pay his electric bill? Oh, good Lord, another Batman joke. What happens when Bruce Wayne doesn't pay his electric bill, Jock? It's a dark night. Where is Joe? Hello, everybody. Out there in radio land. Oh, my Uh, God. You know, ask and you, you know. If you yell enough podcasts. I know, right? You gotta that say it into a mirror. I That's say what I was gonna say three times. You gotta say, "Where's Joe?" <laughs> At the top of your lungs. Uh, that's a great feature. Mm. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Carnival Personnel. As you heard, it's Biff, Jock, and myself. First and foremost, last week, Biff, Jock, and myself. Uh, la- no, no, no. You let it go. Let it slide. Let, let it go. <laughs> no, no, We're doing, no, no, no. Do it live. No, 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 no. <laughs> he'll no, write it, and he'll do it live. What does this Be mean? Be myself and Irene. <laughs> underrated movie underrated movie um no but we, we've had a, another college professor on you know dr ross Salowich, to talk about the climate yeah. thing in france we've had our friend jenna who's super smart who's an author but yeah. last week's sideshow with professor cook from the university of pittsburgh jonestown dude that was an awesome awesome fun conversation yeah you know very it's nice to hear it from a very specific educated standpoint right a lot of that stuff is like we see a lot of this you know 140 character stuff that's just thrown out there or you know or news articles that are just wherever but i mean when when you have a person who is and you know i think it's the same goes for you know for dr salowich where you have an expert and they have a certain very directive perspective that i, I you know it's, it's just great to you know get that so i have a certain skill set um no, no Jacques, was, did you understand all the words no no i i had to look a lot of things up um but it was it was the one one thing that was really stood out to me as i thought about the recording and listening to it back when i had a you know edit the thing down and which by the way Dude, I edited the crap out of that. And and 90% of what I edited out was me rambling <laughs> about, oh, oh, here I go. I, talk- I, I never noticed you doing that, Jock. Um, no, that, it was fun. Interesting. We it's were easier talking- with a third person in the room. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, yes. But but it, well, no, I took out a bunch of Fitchburg stories and it's like, yeah, this isn't about Chris. This is about like my meandering. So this comes out. No, but... Look, we all agree that Joe Manchin is a flaming piece of shit and he's more a Republican. But when he's like, yeah, but he's the best you're going to get out of that state. It's like, can I still be mad about it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So that was it was great to have a a grown up talking (laughs) me in off the ledge. That's Um, right. It it was really great. So uh, a couple a couple uh, anniversaries this week. Uh, Biff, why don't you uh, talk Ooh. about the first one? The, yeah, the somber one. You know, three eleven. Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a combination of numbers that rings out really. You know, you know, it's very it's it's very clear what that means in my home country of Japan. But that is the anniversary of the uh, the great you know um, uh, east you know eastern Japan tsunami. So uh, every year it, it is kind of a you know, a, a big deal. Um, certainly the way it has in many ways a 9-11 feel to it, right? It's like everybody kind of remembers that day and, you know, 
it really is that feeling. So, you know, another year, um, the sad reality is, is that there is still a lot of uh, issues with that area, uh, not just from rebuilding, uh, which is still part of the big problem, but um, they're struggling to get some of the industry back online because it was a big uh, fisheries area, you know, lots of, and there's still paranoia about uh, radioactive fish. And so there uh, things essentially uh, harvested from that region really, you know, get knocked on the, uh, on the market. So there, there, there's still a lot of these other kind of struggles, but yeah, you know, one year at a time. You know, you know, do, do you want to take a moment of silence as that was also possibly the the first uh, cancellation of a comic on Twitter? Uh, oh, Gilbert Godfrey, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, and Twitter just was in its infancy. I, 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 I don't think it was up and walking yet. I still think it was in diapers yeah. in the crib shitting itself. Yeah. Uh, and he found out the hard way. It's like, OK, yeah. You know, tragedy plus timing equals funny, but uh, not enough time has passed. Oh, and by the way, uh, your 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 big sponsor is a Japanese company. So, yeah. So there you go. Was it a Japanese company or a cap a company that had like eighty percent of its uh, clientele from Japan? Is that what it was? I, I just remember it was you know the the you know the F, was it Aflac? Aflac, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that was, you know, a, a, another, uh, another, um, another tragic anniversary. This, uh, this week is my, uh, my eighth year wedding anniversary. There you Oof. go. You know, that moment of silence for that, please. You, you know, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe was part of the, 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 the starter wedding and, uh, and Biff was the catalyst, you know, for the, for the second one. So every time I, I have a moment of, of things going sideways, I just think, God damn it, if Biff didn't fill out the paperwork correctly. <laughs> Actually, that's what, El that's what Ellen asked for Jacques for their anniversary present was a moment of silence. Moment just of silence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm back, baby. <laughs> and like on my wedding night, I underdelivered. <laughs> Overpromised, underdelivered. Um, I'll tell you who did not underdeliver. Uh, Joe, take a skate around. Uh, since our last talk, I you know, a couple weeks back, I did another fundraiser uh, at Mill Number no. Five in Lowell, and I gotta say, it would not have gone half as well. It would not have been a quarter of fun if Joe wasn't there. Um, it, it really was great. Um, mill number five really, uh, really fucked up, which is great. Um, they, brought, <laughs> they, they wanted me to come on board and, and plan stuff like this. And the first one that Joe and I put together, it went well. It went well enough where they're like, hey, you have to do more of these. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to. But COVID pushed it back a few months. And if the first one had 50 people in it, this one had 150 to 200. Oh, nice. Not all at once. Yeah. Well, that's my, that's a, yeah, that's a good crowd. And they have a new room. They have this new room that's that's they've been building out for like six months. It was supposed to be finished two months ago. It was supposed to be finished late October because they were going to be hosting a play there for two weeks. And I don't know why construction got halted. Um, and originally my thing was on a Wednesday and they're like, this went really well. Can we move it to a Thursday? Because the, the shops inside this, this place aren't open on Wednesday evening. So I'm like, yeah, that more foot traffic, get the stores open. Yeah. I'm happy to accommodate and acquiesce to your request and, uh, move it to a Thursday. They didn't tell any of the stores. 
And there was a store right next to this big room that we had this huh, in. Right. When they found out the next day, the, the owner of the store is friends with, you know, management. And they're like, I wish somebody had told us we would have opened the store because their stuff, it, it really, the crowd that this came and the crowd was my two sons are part of a amazing theater program. It's amazing arts program. Right. Lowell, Lowell, for all its challenges, dude, the, the the low rec department and the free giveaways and the activities that they have for kids that are free. The fact that every kid who shows up for school gets lunch and gets uh, breakfast and lunch, no questions asked, no forms, yep. no need. You show up, we're feeding you. And this program, it's a citywide junior high program and they provide transportation from the kids junior high to the high school where it is. And once you get to the high school, you first meet in the calf and they feed you dinner. So if you're part of this program, nice. you're getting three meals. And then the nice. dance kids go to dance, the band kids go to band, the theater kids. I mean, these programs are free. They're mine program. I'm just, <laughs> you know, no. but uh, no, I said art. But, you know, but literally, I mean, as, as Joe knows, I pay through the nose for music lessons for my kids. Yeah, when they do guitar and, and piano, it's like, dude, all these things are free and it's great. So I'm like, I reached out to the guy who runs the program. I'm like, I got mill number five. They gave me comp launch. So the day of the day of management calls me well, one o'clock in the afternoon and says, Hey, last time we did, it was the first night that the calf adjacent to this, like inside mill number five has pizzas. Like is a pizza oven going to be up and running? So I'm like, it should be. That's the whole point of them letting me host it. They get foot traffic. People buy their food and their pizza and all this stuff. I, I text the guy and he's like, Oh no, the guy who runs it is, you know, had ACL surgery and he won't be running it. And um, we stop the downstairs calf at four. And I'm like, so I got a hundred kids coming plus their parents and grandparents and their friends. And there's no food at all. <laughs> and I'm like, can I bring food? And so, you know, it was, it was one of those curveballs that you couldn't plan for random BJ's, you know, bought a bunch of stuff set up a table and it's like, dude, I just want to break even on this. And the rest yeah. of the money can go to this charity. And, right. you know, uh, another huge shout out. It couldn't have happened without Joe. Couldn't have happened without our previous guest, Boom Boom Games, who, who literally, Biff, I don't know if you saw the pictures. I was there when they were setting up the day before. Okay. And the next day I'm walking down the hallway and I have my head kind of in the phone and I pass the store. I'm like, oh, it's a new store here. And I keep walking and I took two steps. And I realized, oh, wait, that's their pop up. Oh, OK, cool. Dude, they, the, Joe's background that we're looking at now, right. that's basically what they brought. They brought right, a whole right. huge. They brought like life size, like Batman, a <laughs> life size, like Spider-Man, like this. Dude, they killed it. They hit it out of the park. Um, I know it was worth their time and effort coming because Joe made sure of it. Well, I bought one thing from their store, and that was a uh, large uh, Mega Man figure, which Mega Man is a, a video game character from the right, 80s right, and 90s right. that yeah. I grew up with. So, but it had, you know, it, it was, you know, reasonably priced, and I don't have it and I have no room for it, but I have to own it because it makes sounds and it's a large Mega Man. And there so I, go. and I didn't donate anything to the Afternoons in the Arts program. <laughs> so I figured uh, let's. Who, 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 who helped? You, 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 I donated you, my time. I donated my, did. yes. And, and so it was great because. That's actually more precious than the, than the dollars. True. I think so. Time is yeah. more precious than the dollars. And tax Absolutely. deductible, I say. And uh, so, so I don't know. And, and, you know, but the mill number five, like they didn't have the PA set up and it's like, I'm scrambling to get it uh. set up day of like, 
And then they got it working for a little bit, but it was fine because the, the band kids, I had so many kids and parents coming up saying, thank you. There was, um, there was a kid from the last time who's a special need adult and he and his, I don't know if it's a mentor or a guardian or how, you know, but he, he showed back up and he had a great time. Uh, and so what I did with my boys, I'm like, okay, here's the deal. You guys run the snack table. It's 100% on you. And my oldest one really took over it. And it was a, it was a good teachable moment. It was a good responsibility thing. And I told him, it's like, this is how much it costs. You guys split what you make on top of this. And you know, but we did, we gave, you know, we brought about 200 bucks of prizes that we bought that the, the people raffled off. They did the 50, 50. It was great. It was really great. Um, sadly, I, I just don't know if I'll be doing another one before I head out West for the summer, but, uh, but again, could not have done it without Joe, but the true highlight, the true highlight, isn't the kids dancing. That's great. The thing with the kids, of course, that's number one. <laughs> but you could just have one wish. Uh, you uh, know, my, my boys did great. They they were a part of the improv troupe and the band. But Joe got to beat Mario on a different system at a different location. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Wasn't there, a dry there, eye there, in the house. There was no eye in the house because no, I, I basically did it when there was nobody around. Um, but yeah, it, it was very, it, it, I like the way Boom Boom Games set things up too because. They actually set up these like cages okay. around the pillar, around like the 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 you know the 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 columns, the pillars, and um, mounted like flat screens to them, and it had everything like hooked up. They had like two systems hooked up to a TV, and you can switch between the two, and it was like a really well done setup. I was very impressed. Although I did have to do some tech support, I had to go around <laughs> and make sure some of the TVs weren't working, and so I was able to kind of finagle with. Yeah, the no, controls. he really did. Um, I also want to say. What was really nice is I invited the mayor. I, I invited everybody via email, leaving messages and tweet, tweeted at all the city council members. The mayor's office called the day before to get all the information and said he's really going to try. He didn't show up, but his assistant called the next morning to profusely apologize, which he didn't need to do. There was a massive fire in Lowell that the mayor you know, oh my was that? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lots of, I mean, it's a city, it's a poor city. Those things happen. So, mm -hmm. but it was nice that he called the day before, had his office called the day before and after um, the local radio station, I called, I emailed, I talked to a producer, of the morning show I tweeted at, didn't show up. Hmm. But like, like I told one of my sons who had a birthday party a few years ago and not everybody showed up that he was hoping. I'm like, focus on those who did show up, not who didn't. Yep. 10 and, kids and i was gonna say and tweet shame those who did not show up which nor I did. print their article 100 yes right which that i did right. which i did i but but i will tell you who did show up 10 college kids from the local college radio station i outreached oh to. that is yeah. cool that I, is cool i see a bunch of late teen early 20 people yeah. you know walking in and one of the girls comes up, you know, she, I think she could tell I was kind of running the thing. And she's like, hi, I'm more I'm from W, you know, uh, what is it? W-M-U-L. Okay. Uh, and, and they were impressed with the kids. Some of the kids were like, just thought it was the coolest thing that, yeah. that the college kids took time. So, yeah, the local radio station didn't show up. I mean, they're, they're a little bit of old man, get off my lawn radio, you know. So I don't even think they know what a video game is. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you mean there's color on the TV now? <laughs> you know, there's color and 
people color. of color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, right, I, right. I, they, they they do a lot of local coverage of people um, rolling a hoop down the street with a stick. <laughs> they, they, they do a lot of coverage. Of Remember when they had that staring at the sun Lord. contest a couple of years ago? Man. Oh, my God. You know, you know, I think Fred killed it on that. I think yes. he had eight seconds and, and died. I think yeah, he yeah. died. Worth it. Worth it. Yep. No, but but you know, so mill number five kind of really dropped the ball. But you know, I you know, I understand it, and I'm fine. You know, it's like, hey, it's like, dude, I brought in the people. You know, I lived up to my end. These people, but you know what? I'm guessing I, mill number five does not listen to this podcast. If, if they do, they do. But I will tell you, like two days before. You know, because we're always down there. There was no signage of the event. And I texted the guy who owns the guy. Oh, I'm out of town. Somebody dropped the ball. Let me get on that. Show up two days later. Yeah, there's nothing there. And I'm like, eh. but but we didn't need to. We didn't need to advertise to their clientele to have people. We brought people. It would have been nice if the stores, the, 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 there's a pop culture store. There's an art store. I mean, all we have an afternoon in the arts, you know couple hundred people coming in that some of them would have walked in those stores but anyways it was great could not have done it without joe um it, it was always great and uh i think that event was uh i had more fun at that event than uh the new batman movie <gasps> which was what fine do you mean? it was wait fine. A minute. Wait, a, Sol- wait a minute solid seven and a half to an eight we have a new uh, 311 happening here jacques <laughs> doesn't like a batman movie oh, all that much well, that's, yeah, okay. i like I mean, it i like it it's not my top five favorite batman movies joe and i were talking before the podcast he's not one of my top five. he's not one of my top five favorite batman you know um <laughs> hey. he, makes, he makes a top five live action batman you know right out of the seven that were available but i'm not seven? saying yeah yeah okay you, 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 you I ready? Think, you, you, I, think. Well, I think I know. I think. Well, let me tell me which ones I don't get. Right. Chronologically, Jacques, go. Chronologically. Well, let, me, let me try. Oh, let no, me, no, no. Biff's it could be an obvious one, right? So Adam West is the first one. Yep. And then after that, the next one that I remember is uh, Michael Keaton. Yep. And Val Kilmer. Yep. Uh, George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale. Yep. Yeah. Matt Fleck and yeah. uh, Pattinson. So those yeah, are the only ones. It. You got that everyone. Yeah, that's everyone. Okay. You know, unless you're counting the guy, one. unless you're counting the guy from like the the 1940s serials, like you know, before <laughs> you went into the movies, you like know, they would have like five minutes. I think there was a Japanese Batman in 1989. Oh, I will look that up. Is it as good as Spider Man? Uh, no, the Spider Man. No, the Japanese Spider Man is hilarious. So great. So so great. It's so horrible. It's, it's no. amazing how Dis- how Disney had that little. Um, a documentary about the Japanese Spider-Man as well, but not to get on a Spider-Man yeah. subject, but yeah. But yeah, no, but it, I, it, as somebody, somebody very smart would say it's awful. Some <laughs> copyright carnival personnel. Uh, no, you, you, it's, it's so funny. Cause people just expect, Oh, every Batman movie that Jack's going to absolutely love. And I didn't, I didn't like a couple, like the Clooney one, the Val Kilner one. They were fine. They were okay. They were camp. They were what they were. No, they're pretty bad. But yeah. yeah, but this one, and it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I mean, Pattinson's a great actor. It's a fun story, but just to show that I do have some objectivity, I don't come out of there saying it's the greatest thing ever. I'm going to go back next weekend and watch it three more times. It's, um, it's, a, it, it's great. And I loved it. Um, I will wait for it to be available for me to purchase it online. I won't be going back into the theater, um, but it was, but it was fine. You know, it, it was fine. 
I'm on, but I just do want, I want it on record. I do have some objectivity when it comes to the single greatest superhero to ever be on the big screen. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's, it's just unconscionable that maybe this movie didn't meet the uh, same level of um, adulation as say the lesser uh, uh, Batman movies of, of Ben, of uh, Ben Affleck, which not his fault. Just, you know, sort of victim of circumstance. I don't think Batman v Superman, kind of garbagey. Justice League, <laughs> Justice League Extended Edition, unnecessary. All those words you just heard were wrong. <laughs> hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion, no matter how wrong it is. No, and it's funny because I was telling Joe, a lot of the Batman podcasts that I usually listen to felt the same way that it's like, you know, yeah, it's not their favorite. But then people like my management uh, she this might be her favorite one of all time because she loved Twilight and it's re- yeah. it's going to do great in the box office. It's going to get a sequel. It's got a Penguin spinoff already in the works. I'm happy about that. You can't have enough bad, you know, you know, Batman, you know, superhero stuff up uh, on the screen, the big screen, the little screen. I'm happy well, you made it. No, 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 no. Don't say you. You'd say I can't have. Enough I can't because I, I have more than enough. <laughs> I will tell you. Don't don't talk. Don't speak for me. I will tell you. I I this week it's one of those things. I tried a little sour milk and I couldn't believe how bad it is. So I finished the carton. Um, yeah. I turned on Netflix and there was this new Guardians of Guardians of Justice. It's called. Okay. It's a seven part, you know, hour long each one. So it's a seven hour, you know, endeavor. Dude, it was, it was, I'm trying to think the right way. It's like some 15 year old with unlimited resources who loves DC, but couldn't get the rights to any of the characters like made this. And, and, and it was, it was kind of like um, injustice where, you know, is Batman good is Batman, you know, it, dude, I've never sat through something more of a piece of garbage when it comes to superhero and it's big budget it was live action it, it was live action mixed with anime mixed with like um some cgi stuff and i'm telling you it's like they couldn't say batman so they made this guy 90 percent batman they couldn't say superman but they made this guy same storyline same thing oh but we're gonna I mean, that's, that's but that's the formula isn't it that's how it works right it, it didn't work it was like uh, no, no i'm not saying that it i'm, I'm saying that's how the mechanism works i'm not saying that it was any good i'm saying that's how it, right like did you, did that's you why watch? you have buck yeah i mean you have buck rogers and Battlestar galactica at the same time i don't remember which came first but you know it's one is the response to another i did mean you see there's no gamma without you know godzilla all right i mean did you see um Oh, who's the company, Joe, that makes a ripoff movie? So there's Pacific uh, Asylum, Asylum right. Pictures. And I think Asylum Pictures did Atlantic Rim. Did you ever see Atlantic no. Rim? No. It, it was one of the movies that they, when they brought back last year or the year before Mystery Science Theater with Pat Oswald, it was one of the movies that they showed, Atlantic oh Rim. I hear their Batman, the Batman is going to be a Batman. <laughs> it was. So I did. I watched it. So like, instead of like hanging out in Hong Kong, what, they're like hanging out in Nova Scotia or something. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> it, it's like, I, I think if Pacific Rim had a hundred million dollar budget, yeah. uh, Atlantic Rim had a hundred dollar budget. Yeah. And it's yeah. one of those. They're going to go to Puerto Rico. You know, oh. <laughs> these monsters I'm, are destroying Puerto Rico. I'm looking up the Guardians of Justice parentheses will save you. So uh, it hurt how bad it was. It hurt how bad it was. How can um, anything with Denise Richards in it be bad? 
Thank you. Okay. Enough said. Um, and in a prominent role, not like a walk on cameo. She's fourth on this cast list. Uh, 4.8 out of 10, according to yeah, IMDb. She was great in Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Starship Troopers. And uh, what was the what was the uh, Die Another Day? What, what Bond movie was she in? Oh, is, oh that I don't remember. She was a Bond girl in one of those movies. So, okay. so we haven't had a chance to talk about John Mulaney on SNL. Did you see? So you even if you watched SNL, Biff, you wouldn't have seen this because management and I love John Mulaney. We couldn't wait for him to host. We love the episode he did. And then the next day, our good friend Joe says, oh, did you see the, the podcast skit? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And that then, was awesome. Yeah, dude. I the mind dojo. Welcome to the mind dojo. Got a lot of stuff to get into. So what you're saying is that they, there was this cut for time sketch that appeared on their YouTube channel called a podcast for white people, Fisher price branded podcast for white people. And the premise is great. It's about, you know, a white guy gets, uh, is getting uh, fired from his job. Literally like the last day of the job, you see him uh, in his office talking with his other white coworkers about how, you know, it's unfair that, you know, he was just got, he just got a promotion, but they discover this, podcast that he done or they should have deleted and he had made some comments on it that he shouldn't have uh, said or that they you know he's he's appalled that he's being fired for saying those things when he was just speaking his mind you know you can't say anything anymore you can't even say use a certain words to describe people <laughs> and um and then fisher price's podcast for white people or white guys i think it was just white yeah. men yeah, yeah, podcast for white guys is basically it's just a plastic pretend microphone and a, and a soundboard with and headset. Yes, with that doesn't plug into anything. And it just shows John Mulaney in his basement. You know, he has like a neon sign behind him with the name of his podcast or something going on. And he's, you know, but ranting about fake reads. It comes with fake advertising reads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Free, yeah. Fake sponsors. Yeah, right. It, just, <laughs> it has like little plastic cards with fake sponsors on it. And we don't want to give too much away because we're basically you, we could re probably redo the entire sketch here. You're listening to a podcast <laughs> for white men right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's the terrible. Dojo. You know, it, if, if you haven't seen it, it's John Mulaney, <sighs> the podcast skit. It hurt. It physically, physically hurt how much how much I, I laughed. Okay, and, was, and I don't know the name of the 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 uh, the, uh, the cast member that plays the wife, but she said, but she goes, "Wait, are you?" Is, well, I, I shouldn't give it away, but just her reaction to what she observes, right? Right. He made just, a promise to his wife that he but, somehow breaks. Yeah, it's like. Oh my God! Just her reaction. Just amazing. I think that was Hi I think that was Heidi Gardner. Yes, Which it was. That, She's really good. I like yeah, I her. I, I like don't know I, the newer cast members' names anymore. So yeah, no, I'm hip, man. I know Chloe Feynman. I know um, Heidi Gardner. I know um, what's her name? Um, Rachel Dratch, Amy Poehler. I know them all. Oh, I know all man. the new ones. <laughs> So, Biff, I didn't see the new crime that you put on. I saw it. Was this the same one you had on from a couple of weeks ago? That no, we no, no, no. This is brand oh. spanking you. So, I, you know, and, and I wish you watched the first one because, you know, you see this this kind of like 60-year-old-ish dude, you know, being taken uh, in custody. And you see, you know, your favorite thing, the reenactment. It's not as cool as our usual reenactments because this one didn't have the yellow people walking around. And when I say yellow people, I'm not being racist they're yellow people you know? but you can say that by the way i'm yeah, just you saying can say you can't that, say that yeah. <laughs> as a white guy i'm giving you permission yeah. to say i'm just saying that there are these you know essentially these 
it's like the green guy that that hangs around the Vancouver uh, uh, penalty boxes. Yes, yes, okay. It's I know like what you're that. talking about. Yeah. Do you know? Anyway. Do you know that? Do you know that guy, Joe? Have you? Dude, for, he, about a decade it, ago, a guy started showing up at Vancouver Canuck game. Sits right next to the penalty box, like his his arm rests up against the glass that divides you from the player in the penalty box, the visiting penalty box, and it's a complete bodysuit. Like his his head to toe is this one green. Just guy, and he yeah, just uh-huh. pounds on the glass. It's awesome. He it just is- kind of crawls his body. He just pushes his body against the glass. Just annoys the opposing team's players who end- who unfortunately may end up in their penalty box. So wow, that Dude, was it's sick. awesome. Wor- yeah. Worth the Google. So so go ahead. So so so, so break down. Well, it the- turns break- out it turns out that this dude was driving without a license for over twenty years. Nice. And you know what's hilarious? They, they actually said over 20 years and they put in the actual exact number of days. It's like, oh. okay, that's hilarious. Well, some yeah. people like doing math and that, yeah. that that's not that's not a racist trope. Yeah, I'm, just I'm just saying, yeah. Some people like to do... No, that, I will that, just... that is a crime that deserves national attention. And how old is the dude? I think he's like 60, you know, like early 60-ish. Yeah. Dude, he's been doing this since his 40s. Is it expensive? Did he lose his license and he just couldn't get one? Or no, did... he, they didn't explain that part. He just says that you know, you know, it says yes, that's you know, he admits that he doesn't have a license, that he lost it. Um, and then um, uh, but the funny the reenactment actually is the re- how he was caught, which was he actually got involved in an accident and you know it was a hit and run. And so they reenacted the hit and run where essentially he bumps a car from this little graphic of a car bumping another car from behind and taking off that's oh. the reenact so I, I look i could if either one of you want to spin carnival personnel off into a new podcast where we just talk about the the it crowd i am happy to do that but, <laughs> but there was an episode that i was re re-watching the other day where and, and it applies to this you know one of the people on the show did something awful and it made kind of international news and it cut to the Japanese news coverage of it where it showed the over animated, like, you know, it, dude, I will, I will show, I will send you the information on the episode. So you can just check out that like yeah. 30 second window, but I'm like, Oh my God, this is everything I love. <laughs> didn't, Conan o- news clips. didn't Conan O'Brien uh, in his later years, didn't he do that? Or was it the Daily Show? I forget where they would do like reenactments, but they would hire they would like farm out to that specific. I think it was was a Korean or Taiwan or uh, not Taiwan, uh, like Thailand or I forget. There was some specific country uh, that had that that had this company that did like the animations of reenactments of uh, these news events. I I have to find that company and see if they have a YouTube channel because (laughs) that will be my go to entertainment on on days the bruins aren't playing uh all right the awfulness of the russian horrific <sighs> war uh, you know we had you know professor cook on last week that was great uh, you know before we talk about the awful things the 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 awfulness that the world throws out sometimes also opens the door for the greatest humanitarian efforts and sometimes it's a little thing i was almost in tears i don't know if you guys saw because management showed me she saw it on Facebook and then I heard it on the news the next day just women from all over Poland had shown up at the train station and just left 
baby carriages there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Just, yeah. just, just you see, there was a picture of just a sea of baby carriages, knowing that these women literally ran out of their houses and, you know, got on whatever train they could going yeah. wherever, carrying their babies for two, three days, walking, carrying them. And, and it's funny because I was talking to my oldest son. I'm like, yeah, they couldn't put it on the train. My son's like, why not? It's like the space for a carriage is we can fit two more people on this train yeah. or you get your baby carriage. Yeah. So it's it sucks. You got to hold the baby. Yeah. For two days, but- There's just so many of these just, you know, kind of, I guess, in a way awful, but just these these just, you know, just teary images. I mean, I mean, I you know, I, I lost kind of lost it when I saw. Uh, this uh, photo of this woman who uh, carried her German shepherd 10 miles, yeah. you know, across the border. It's I, like, I saw all those people with their old cats and dogs like, and, you know, and, uh, and management, you know, heard something and we looked out and, and we, you know, hopefully we can do more of this, but like places like Airbnb are opening yeah. up yeah. so that you can donate like rooms and stuff like that. So we've done that and you know in Poland and there's other places that are doing Airbnb is covering the cost. Uh the owner of the Utah Jazz and their players yeah. are have donated X amount of like nights and we're talking talking like one or two. We're talking like 30,000 which you got, you know, 4 million people fleeing 30,000 nights isn't a lot but it's it's yeah. the outpouring that some people are doing and and yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know if this is the most horrific thing that you know, there's wars and there's genocide all over the place, but to have a once superpower, which is weird because, you know, people have been saying it's like, well, their, their army isn't as big as they like people in the world to believe. And then to have Putin have like three weeks of, yeah, being awful. But did you hear that today they hired like 15,000 troops from the Middle East? They didn't say what country. <laughs> yeah. No, that literally yeah. the yeah. Russian army has had yeah. to. You know, because they can't get enough of their, you know, you know, army over there. They're hiring people to come in from the Middle East yeah. to fight for them, which is they're outsourcing their their uh, right. military. Yeah. Huh. And the worst thing is Putin has a history of doing this. It's like if he can't take yeah. over a country and get them to submit, he's going to level everything, including yeah. a maternity hospital, including yeah. churches, including, yeah. you know, um, Art museums, like, look, even Hitler didn't bomb art museums. <laughs> you know what? What does that tell you? You know, and and, and they're, they're indiscriminately just targeting civilian things. And yep. he doesn't give a fuck about like. No. I keep hearing people say, "Oh, it's a war crime." Isn't isn't invading a sovereign nation a war crime itself? Isn't an un- whoa 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 attack? whoa? I I know many countries that I like that have invaded sovereign nations. Name on- nine. Nine. <laughs> Wait, 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 let me try this. Hey, Jacques, name nine countries. <laughs> Let's see, there's Canadia. Name, name letters, name that many letters in the word countries. <laughs> Is Cleveland not, the country? I was promised there'd be no math. <laughs> um, no, so, so, and then I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm not talking about him, but Don Quixote is still going to war with windmills. Have you guys caught that? Like there's yeah. a there's a big windmill outside of Boston. I is it in Everett? Is that windmill in Everett? It's a wind turbine. Yeah, right. Uh, and every time we go by that, my boys cover their ears because somebody who used to live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue said it can cause cancer. So it's a running joke in our family that the sound from the wind turbines causes cancer. That person was asked about you know what's going on and wanted to say in something. In Ukraine, wouldn't say anything awful about Putin. So 
instantly pivoted to how bad an idea getting off oil is and going to a green energy source because when windmills how horrific he just went off about how horrific windmills are and i can't i'm just thinking don quixote's at it again just just out there fighting the good fight i mean he, he really does not like windmills or wind turbines because they blocked the view on his scotland uh golf course so he's he's got a vendetta against windmills probably until after his death i think his family is like is legally it- obligated to take on windmills when he dies is it a, is it is he also does he not like windmills because he's afraid there's going to be a Tommy Boy moment where Richard's hair gets blown back oh, and one of the windmills is going to take that's a deep dive. Uh, but but, you know, I thought he, it was real. He, <laughs> he's not the only piece of shit in that party. You know, uh, what's the guy's name? Hawthorne. Am I saying the guy's name right? Uh, uh, Hawthorne. Who, who came out today and is honestly taking right off russian media talking points basically saying you know he he went on national tv to ask what the ukraine was wearing and wasn't it really asking for it <laughs> you know i mean he took the party I, line i, I guess this is this is this is the this is the bizarro world we live in right because i grew up all my life where i always thought that the republican party was you know, overreacting over the, you know, the Russian slash Soviet threat. And suddenly, like, it's like, you know, it's a complete turnaround. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, the fact that eight or 11 of them spent the 4th of July there a couple of years ago, and those same people, those same ones are now honestly talking on the stations that we don't even like to mention, taking Putin's side. I mean, there's no taking Putin's side. Anyways, and, and I don't know how much the sanctions and, you know, here's poor Zelensky asking for a no-fly zone. And Joe Biden today, you know, this being Friday, saying flat out, it's like that will escalate things. I know they want the air support, but if we have a no-fly zone, also like Poland wants to bring planes in and that will escalate things. But at the same time, it's like every time you capitulate to somebody like a Putin, it doesn't. You know, we talked about it already. You know, it's like, oh, okay, you're just going to take Austria, right, Hitler? And that's it. Okay, you're just yeah, going to take Belgium, right? And that's it. It's kind of hard for peaceniks like us to be like, hey, man, no war, man. Well, Putin's <laughs> well, Putin's rolling in and he's just not fucking stopping. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, maybe we can kind of talk him down or cripple his economy by cutting off. We, we, you know, they supply 7% of the oil to the United States and right. we're going to... You know, I mean, it's a good move, but at the same time, it's just like we don't want to. You also don't want to be like, we got to, you know, all hands on deck. We got to, you know, knock the shit out of Putin. What's that entail? Well, it entails boots on the ground and loss, more loss of life and probably another, you know, 10 year war. But, you know, for now, um, maybe I don't know. It's hard. Right. When do at what point do we as a nation look at this situation as people who don't want to promote war and say, okay, I guess it's time for something more. But when you're watching maternity wards, maternity wards get bombed, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, hey, no boots on the ground. I'm 100% for no boots on the ground. What are those? What are those things that are like, they're like planes, but they're not, and they're piloted but not by people, but they are piloted by people who are in like Arizona yeah. or New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. You know, can, can we maybe, oh, here's a 30 uh, mile convoy just sitting there. 
maybe maybe not put boots on the ground yeah. but maybe one one of those one of those things called that are yeah no it's like at one point or another it's like do we have do we have to wait for him to go into poland before we say okay i i, I think that to some degree i'm starting to think that you know and obviously none of us were close to being alive then but i almost think like they're kind of waiting for that pearl harbor moment right because and i, I we just it's just that none of us know what that moment you know, really, you know, what qualifies as that moment? There's I, gonna like, be a obviously, point. yeah. What's that? I was just gonna say that, yeah, at some point there will be yeah. a breaking point right. and the US yeah. will have to cross the line. I, I, that's what I think, right? But I, I think I, as, as, as until then, because I was kind of surprised at how, like, you know, kind of, even though, you know, what US can do to Russia is somewhat limited in terms of, you know, because we're not, necessarily great trading partners like it's it's europe that's really dependent on russia right that it's if europe says we're not taking russian blah that's where russia will really get hurt i think the i think the other scary thing is first like to just take a moment to point out who brought up the pearl harbor reference moving on uh i think one of the other scary things that is kind of getting attention but not as much attention is there's somebody uh in china in a putin-like position of power who's like hey Let's see how much the world really does push back on this because, you know, China is just waiting to annex, you know, a number of small nations around sure. its orbit. And, and I, I literally think they, they are 100 percent prop, you know, paying 100 percent ceases. It's like, oh, the Russian economy is toppling. Well, they're going to need more help from us. We're going to own their asses. And if the world doesn't push back that hard, it's like, well, maybe we can go into, you know, annex, you know, Thailand the, and Taiwan. Well, and, I think yeah. he's, I mean, they're certainly observing it, right? They're right. watching what happens, right? We're, they're watching the international reactions, right? Mm -hmm. so. And so, and then the other thing is that if the, if other countries do start to intervene in the Russian or Ukraine situation, what's the end game besides like, you know, pushing out the Russians out of Ukraine and then giving Ukraine back to their people, they got to live next door to these guys for the next, however many years, Putin's alive. Right. Right. So like, who's there to like, you know, patrol Ukraine to make sure that pesky Putin doesn't try to do it again, or, you know, try to annex another one of the Slavic countries that was once part of mother Russia. I, I gotta say, I will never not be awed by, um, not only is he a stand-up comic, Zelensky also was the voice of the Ukrainian version of Paddington Bear. I Paddington don't know if you Bear, know yeah. he was the pad yeah. he was the voice Paddington of Paddington Bear. Bear. Yeah. And and this is the guy who's kicking Putin's ass. I mean, I just love the fact that yeah. this is the guy who said, you know, he's he he scoffed at the US. It's like the fight's here. I need ammunition, not a ride. And but well, you by know, the way, I was just gonna say, by the way, one of the best movies I've seen in the past five years. Paddington 2. Every I haven't seen that. Everyone it's such a good movie. I went in with zero. I watched it with my uh my my wife, you know, my family, and we were staying with her aunt and her uncle, and we were just kind of like, you know, futzing around on an evening. It's like, you know, let's just it was on, it was like one of the newer streaming movies. We watched it because it was kind of like family friendly, even though most of my kids were like <laughs> over 14. Right. <laughs> and um, we watched it, and I was like, wow this is really good. And Hugh Grant is really good in this. And like, mm. <laughs> you know, so, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'll, I, I will. I've heard, I've, 
look, you have you, you and all star Tommy really haven't turned me wrong as far as recommending things lately, you know. But you I know, I will say though, like, you know, there are there are people in this country who will say how great a president we had who whose job once was to make movies with a chimpanzee. So yeah, yeah. there you go. So so Shalinsky and, and it's like the 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 result. I don't know, honestly, in this country, how many of these tough people showing up at like anti-mask things. And when tanks roll in, are you really gonna, you know, do what? I don't know though. I mean, because oh. to be fair, those you know, I know that they had some challenges. Uh, I know that they had to cancel because of rain, and obviously, rain is dangerous. Oh no, it's true. You're you're, you're dangerous. Right? It's not. It's not like like I mean. I mean, yeah. Shrapnel, hey, remember acid those, rain? I mean, shrapnel <laughs> weren't all that kind of stuff. You know, explosive. Yeah, those might be dangerous, but rain. I mean that 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 shit could just whatever happened to acid rain by the way in the 80s i, know, I right? grew up with acid rain like i was like you know walking us, yeah. around with a metal umbrella like i didn't want to be touched <laughs> then, by this thing and now and did, like, you, did you see the thing about the, the the trucker that just went all bananas because some uh like a car full of uh, college uh, women flipped him off oh, that's and cool. like he's like emotionally distraught over this it's like okay Dude. so you can't handle like a car full of college women flipping you off while you drive suddenly like you're emotionally scarred and like yeah Dude, first of all, uh, let's rethink this metal umbrella thing, Joe. I think there's a couple of problems with. with I was with, not a smart child. With with that, uh, no, you know, and it is. It's like, anyways, moving 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 on from all that awfulness. Um, the other day, I saw on Twitter it was Don Knotts Day, and I'm gonna. I've already asked Joe. I'm pretty sure that Joe did an epic Don Knotts. Did you figure out what Don Knotts thing you you did at one point, or did you want to do a new one live? Did you? Well, did you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think I did a very good Don Knotts, but I think out of the three of us, I think I do the best Don Knotts impersonation. I did. Um, I think I did Don Knotts singing Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby. Oh no, no, that wait, or was that Maxwell Smart? Or, oh, I went. It was a back and forth between. You did a Don Adams Don Knotts mashup. Yes, yes, yes. you did. Yes, it was Don on Don. Yes. Now, now, did they do Ice Ice Baby, or did they do that other hit that he had? What was that other song that he had? It's, it's that. It's, uh, it's I know, the, I know, I, I, you know, just, just. just you mean the, the uh, intro? And I'll know. Uh, it was, it was the the song from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, Secret of the Ooze. Did he really you know, do that song? Uh, he was in the movie. Oh my god. The, you know yeah oh oh my god it's like of my generation that was like the ice ice baby of my generation that was was the citizen king of 89 um so so here is a self-indulgent theater we 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 want to go to a defunct sponsor or do you have a self-indulgent thing you've been planning on surprising me with all week i have no plans whatsoever do you want to you want to improv something or toss something at me quick her her yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 how have you ever done a Don Adams versus Don Knotts like you know uh, uh, a rap battle? No, <laughs> could I you do a free form rap battle between Don Knotts and Don Adams? Uh, <laughs> and go. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon, daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights, and I'll glow. To the extreme, I walk a mic like a vandal, light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance to the speaker that booms. I'll poison your brain 
like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bullseye or the kid won't play. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the beat while my DJ revolves it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know. Is that I, it? I, I literally, this is the last podcast because you just Yay! touched the sun. You I, just touched the sun. I did it. I ended the podcast with Honestly, my talent. Uh, yes. And <laughs> who, who had that on the Vegas board? Like, who took that prop bet? Let me see. No one. It was never going to happen to one with the odds <laughs> laid down in Vegas. I literally, I don't know why the other day I was thinking, because. A little while ago when we were talking, I, I conflated Don Knotts with Don Adams. And so what made me just say that? I don't know what scared me more, the fact that you could do it on, on the spot or that you know the words too. <laughs> I'm white. I'm 42. I'm American. I'm a dork. And you didn't know Under Pressure when that song came out, did you? Uh, barely. Okay. Okay. So, but But... I'm impressed on so many levels. Like honestly, I I am. I, this this was more than well worth the hour drive over to see that in person. Like I only wish that this podcast was a uh, vlog or whatever like they call it because uh, it, it's it seems not right that the whole world doesn't get the the full view. Hey, Joe, do, you, do we also have a defunct sponsor we want to throw in there? We're going all the way back to 2019. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't uh, have any defunct Fries sponsor. electronics. Oh, fries, yeah. Do you, do you, Joe, I mean, Biff, rather, what, what, is, what is one of your favorite defunct, like, stores that was just a go-to that you thought was going to be here forever? Well, obviously, it's Tower Records, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, that's the one. Even though, so that's why when I go to Japan, where they still have Tower Records, I go to Tower Records. God bless you. I, I, My, mine is Child World, Child World, or you know, I think we, we we had Child World. They sell children. Here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Epstein founded wow. it, and uh, wow. oh, hell, oh. Uh, he didn't found it; he bought it. But uh, yeah, he, and, uh, he, he, he just groomed it. <laughs> it's a, it's like that you know, hair club for men. I'm not just you know customer. <laughs> I'm also, I'm not president, only the I'm president, also I'm also a client. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, yeah. you, you got a video yeah, game so. review for us there, Joe? I don't. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm playing all sorts of old crap and not playing games. I, Elder Ring is like the new hotness, and I don't have that. I bought an Xbox Series X I for Christmas. I have the most powerful, you know, gaming machine on the it, market. It's a cool-looking game because uh, my uh, son's been playing it a lot. It's... It looks super cool, Elder. Yeah, I heard it's very hard. It's in the yeah. Dark Souls series, which yeah. I have one of the Dark Souls games for the PlayStation 3, and I never played it. I just picked it up at like a thrift store because it was cheap. But I understand that they're very difficult action RPG yeah. kind of games, fantasy games. And I'm not, it's not my bag, baby. But um, no, I'm I, I'm playing like a lot of like Picross on my nice. phone. Like, I'm, a, I'm an old lady. I'm going to bingo after this, so I have to hurry up and run before I miss my ride from the MBT. To be honest, I've been just dying to play uh, two, two old uh, games. One is Dig Dug, 
Oh. And the other is Bomberman. I've just been dying to mm. play those two. Dig, dig Dog, I will, I will call you tomorrow and scream at you, Biff, if you get the Dig Dug music stuck in my head by just mentioning <laughs> it. <laughs> what is the other game? I don't know the Bomber game. Bomberman? Yeah. I know Bomberman. Yeah. Bomber, what, what, no. what platform is that on? Is that a uh, phone? No, it was one of those. This is ancient, ancient, ancient. Okay. It's one of those, you know. They used to have... I, I, I don't remember if there were if there was an arcade version, but I think I played it on maybe Sega. I want to say it was on. Uh, it was on like yeah. Sega. It was on. <laughs> yeah, they they played. Uh, they had Bomberman for like uh, for the NES for like the Nintendo yeah. uh, Super Nintendo. Maybe that's what I played on. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think they had like a, they did have a Sega Saturn one, but that, I don't okay. know. Maybe you were in college. No, it's probably it's probably Nintendo then. Yeah, but so. It's, yeah. So, so my my video game review isn't about a video game, but starting doing these Joe's basement things, uh, I've now collected three C CRTs, CTRs. What what CRTs? CRTs. Ray tube. Yeah. I I and uh, they're fun moving back and forth each and every one of these, you know, events, and they sit on an old console TV that doesn't oh, work. Oh, because uh, be, yeah, because the new stuff you can't plug in the uh, right console. So, yeah. so by the way, so, that's a Jeff Foxworthy joke. If you're if you're if you're watching a TV that's sitting on top <laughs> of an older broken TV, you <laughs> might be a redneck. And when I first heard him say that, I think at the moment I was watching a comedy. A, a Comedy Central special at Fitchburg with an older TV on top of a TV that was more, it was, dude, you couldn't find a table that sturdy and that heavy. <laughs> Those know? old console TVs were the shit, man. So, they so, were- management found one of like for 10 bucks. And it was one of those moments where, she was at a thrift store. She goes, Oh my God. She took a picture, sent it to me. She goes, Do you want this at 10 bucks? I'm like, Yes. I called her back for like five minutes later. I'm like, What the? F-? No. No, you no, you don't need this. She goes, it's already in the car. I'm like, fuck. How did she get it in the car? Uh, the, the people, the people who had it in their store forever can't believe they found a room to take it off their hand for 10 bucks. And so now it's, it's like I, we're making sure at least you're not gonna come back for help. Yeah, she we're got gonna, like the, we're gonna... she got like the Texaco, you know, service. You know, the yeah. service guys just came out and they wiped her uh windshield down. Check the oil, check the oil. And but I head, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tweet out the picture. I got three of these CTRs sitting on top CRTs. of CRTs. Yeah. Just think just think critical race theory, okay? Oh no, <laughs> no, hey, we, we've established that long ago. That that hurts my sensitivity. I don't want my I don't want my mostly white sons wait, wait, wait. to know. Have you called the Virginia hotline yet? Yes. I think it's maybe we should uh, <laughs> beep, make beep, a few beep, more beep, calls. Beep, beep. I don't want my by by a mostly white boys to know that white people have ever done anything wrong ever. So I will thank you kindly to only talk about the good things that we've done, like how we invented rock and roll music. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. how, how, how you pay, you know, how you pay thousands of Japanese Americans, you know, twenty thousand bucks in the eighties just because you thought you wanted to be nice. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, darn it! All right, we will talk sports for a second. Major League Baseball is back on full season, and not one person I know gives a shit. And and I really think I was listening to people who know this much more than me. Yep. We're, we're covering this. Major League Baseball were bracing for a major pushback and blowback from fans and from media, and when they realized, most people are like. Okay, 
wait, you're not going to start playing baseball until after the NBA playoffs and after the NHL playoffs and after the NFL draft. Yeah, that sounds good to me. The fact that they really realized a prolonged thing, losing any games are going to mean people, you know, their attendance are down, their numbers are down. And they're like, yeah, we had to go to a juice ball in the steroids era to get people back after 94, where we better figure this shit out. But I'm going to go to ball games again. You know why? Because it's fucking outside, man. We can go outside. The mask mandates are down. We can go in. Yeah, man. And we don't care what... Don't even play baseball. Just open the stadium and let us eat the hot dogs and beer. Who gives a fuck? We're not even there for the game. But I mean, you, yeah, I was just going to say there. I saw that they're the, I guess opening day at Fenway Park is going to be like April something or other. And like I think for next day, <laughs> Patriots Day. Um, but they're all going to have 162 game season. Like they're going to have a full season. Right. They're going to start two weeks late, but they're going to not have the one day off every two weeks now to, to squeeze it all in, to make sure they get every uh, drop of juice out of this lemon, which is you rubes out there. Lying. Hey, you know, we didn't even mention it. It's like, is there a COVID update or, or, or is it over? Is it done? Did we fix it? We did COVID's it, guys. Over, we did it. The three Mission of us. accomplished. You're welcome, America. Um. <laughs> uh, you know what kind of blows my mind about baseball? It's like it's the least strenuous of the major sports, and like their their training camp, like you know, lasts forever. It's like yeah. hockey has like a two week training camp. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's more about um, I don't know. It's the uh, a chance for them to all play in the Florida sun for two weeks sure. or in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. in Arizona, when, when Biff and I go to Phoenix from the hotel to the ring, we'll go by depending on what route you take yeah. three, four, four, five yeah. of these minor league or, or the spring league. I mean, the economy in those in Florida and in Phoenix are really reliant on these two months of spring training. I mean, it, it's like, you know, the, 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 the stores that, you know, rely when brick and mortar really relied on, you know, Thanksgiving to Christmas to do 80% yeah. of their sales in a month. These, these cities and these places really rely on that. So, yeah. you know, but we'll see. Uh, but also the other thing in sports this week, the quarterback thing in the NFL has just gotten stupid. The contract that they gave Aaron Rodgers, uh, Mr. Doing his own research, dude, it's, it's, all the way to the bank. Oh, seriously, dude, did you I, see I, yeah. the contract? That fifty million dollars no. a year. Well, for how many you know years? What? You know what? It's like a year by like, year. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like a five-year thing. A woo. I, the fact that it's that much isn't that big of a deal. I think the part that so much of it is guaranteed is right. a big deal because football contracts are just. Be, I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's just the dumbest. Uh, contract as far as the players are concerned because you see all these big numbers but they know that they could just end the contract and suddenly they don't get paid it's like what it's like what's yeah, that right but but you're talking you know 16 game schedule sorry 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 17 game 17 schedule games, yeah, yeah. you're talking like three million a game now you know and, and for a guy who's <clears> won <throat> one super bowl okay counting them all looking yeah, I mean, at the, yeah. yeah he still I, has one less than eli manning <laughs> but i mean like you know who has you know who has not retired that has more than one that's left? Well, you mean retired for now? <laughs> like I said, right. I mean, until he's unretired, he's retired, right? So, so yeah, that's enough on, on, on those. Well, no, the other, other craziness, though, is, yeah. is that how much did, how much the Broncos oh. paid to get Russell Wilson, right? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, two firsts and two 
seconds. It was like, are you really? I mean, it's like, and that was the thing. Like, I only want to talk about this for 10 seconds, but they, the, the, the solid yeah. that the solid yeah. that the Patriots did Brady by uh, his last contract, not franchising him, they could have yeah. franchised him. They, yeah. you know, if Russell Wilson won one Super Bowl, they could have gotten two first and two seconds for him too. Instead, they lost when he's being an asshole to the organization. It's like, dude, they let you walk out of the kindness of that was your thank you. That was the Patriots. Thank you to you. Anyways, enough of that. Biff, you actually had some stuff, uh, some, some streaming suggestions. I think you should watch the Sadako channel. Actually, it's really, really dumb. But Sadako, for those of you who don't know, is the creepy girl that crawls out of the well in the ring franchise. <laughs> and so I've been ha- following her Twitter handle for a while. And now she has a YouTube channel where she does like the, the goofiest, stupid things. And it's awful. Okay. And I like it. Is it is it subtitled? Is it is it in English or is it? Does she have uh, makeup tips on Instagram? Because, well, because she doesn't speak, even though they are they are subtitled. I don't think you really need to know what like you could just watch her goofiness, and it doesn't really matter. Like the subtitles don't really, you know, you don't really need it. You you watching anything, Joe? That you you want to throw out there to the good people? Oh, what well, I started watching Pam and Tommy, and then I haven't picked up on that but i did finish this season of the righteous gemstones and man is it good yeah i'm three episodes in i got i I will finish that probably this week i like dude how many amazing things is mcbride in right he's uh yeah i i I didn't see your highness that movie that came out in the early (laughs) 2000s but um barring that i mean yeah eastbound and down uh vice principals well and by the way walton goggins the guy who plays a little bit, ba- uh, Uncle Baby Bobby and uh, Righteous Gemstones. Great, just like phenomenal actor all around. John and Goodman's so great. John Goodman is and fantastic. Is so great. Who, who is it? Oh, uh, no. Who's the, who's the sister? Oh, uh, Edie Peterson. No, the ex SNL person. And what? And is it an ex SNL? Righteous Gemstones? Yeah. Is it the sister? I, I, for some reason, I'm, I'm confused. No, the sister. No, the sister, her name is Edie. Peterson okay. or something like that. Yeah, what, she's not an XSNL. What do I know her from? What was she in before that I... I don't know. Actually, I, I'm not too familiar with her at all. But uh, Eric Andre is in the season. Yes. Oh, yes, he is. And he's awesome. Yeah. And he, uh, Jason Schwartzman makes a cameo. Uh, the, the big thing that has me absolutely on fire. Um, when did the Spider-Man movie come out? Are, are, we, are we past a month of it being out? Oh yeah, well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, so after a month, you can mention spoilers. I haven't seen it, but you guys know that the Charlie Cox has a scene in there, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and and it was the it, when management and I, you know, we saw it as a family. Absolutely screamed when I absolutely when I saw him, and it's it's he's playing Daredevil from the Netflix, or now it's on HBO Max. Right. right. Um, but dude, there's a great scene. You know, he's blind. And he's sitting with his back to the window in Peter Parker's house, like talking about the legal trouble he's in and his aunt's there and Happy's there. And somebody throws a brick through the window and Charlie Cox's character catches it from behind. And here's Peter Parker, whose spidey sense went off and he gets to catch it. And out of nowhere, without like looking away, Charlie Cox and and he goes, how did you do that? I'm a really good lawyer. Well, it's been <laughs> announced. It's been announced today that that HBO Max will be doing season four of Daredevil. 
And I, it, it wasn't it, it was rumored that it was moving off of HBO onto uh, um, it was moving off of Netflix on HBO Max a couple, you know, a couple months ago, but I wasn't sure. And so I binged watched Daredevil and Defenders over the last few weeks. And season one is amazing. Season two is just the best season of a superhero show that I know. Season three is great. Uh, I could not be happier that season four is, is coming out. And, you know, and, and that did. Uh, I do not recommend, and I don't know if we talked about this, Biff, because again, getting back to Pacific Rim, there's an animated Pacific, it's called Pacific Rim Black. And okay. uh, I want to like it. Why? <laughs> Wait, thank you. Thank you. It's not as bad as Atlantic Rim. I'll put it out there. <laughs> you know, but this is this did, this is. Did a, you watch the second Pacific Rim? Yeah, it was all right. right? I no. mean, Boyega was on all right, but it's it's fine. You know, yeah. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on TV, so I didn't feel yeah. like my money was stolen. Right, uh, right, right. You know, and this is this is two children of Jaeger pilots, a husband and wife Jaeger team flies off and they don't come back. And basically the world's over. And this is two of their kids who are trying to teach themselves how to, it's, it's again, I'm not paying for it. Well, Netflix is going up to $20 a month. So I probably am, but uh, don't recommend that, but, but we will check out. I'm not going to try to say, I am going to try to say Sudoka channel. Did I butcher that too much? Sabako. Channel. Yep. Uh, I saw that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series trailer uh, premiered. I know you didn't see it, Jacques, because you had all of those, uh, you know, electronically removed from all of your devices somehow. <laughs> but uh, that's premiering May 25th on Disney Plus. And um, I guess, um, you know, it's not it's not I, I guess a couple of old friends are coming back. So I'm so excited because we've been saying this for the last decade. The golden age of geekdom. There's, there's, you, you don't go, you don't go three months without a DC movie, without a Marvel movie, without a Marvel TV series, without a Star Wars thing. And I couldn't be happier. It's like as I weaned myself off of sports, I'm getting more into the, the world. Oh, yeah, I mean, really it, you know, it just took, it, it only took money. 45 years That's for it. them to get their shit together. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of content out there, and there's just not enough time. There's no time to watch. What's time now? Joe, <laughs> uh, so you 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 have two children. You know, you know, one into early adulthood, and, and one you know kicking ass in high school. So so you've got this far with with you know keeping them alive and functioning. You got a parenting tip to to help people like me along who are a little a little behind the game. Uh, I would say if you don't know how to parent, make sure that you find a spouse that does know how to parent and <laughs> get out of the way. Just don't impede, you know, financially support and sometimes emotionally support. And, um, you know, look up from your computer every now and then, <laughs> wave hello, um, you know, shake a couple of hands. I don't know. <laughs> Give a few that a boys. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. slow down. That a, that a, that a person? I don't know. Just, what, what what about you, Biff? You 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 have you have you you're you're one for one with the parenting yeah. success. What, what do you know. got? No, I I will say yeah. Make sure your um, uh, I think it's great to have your child develop similar tastes and things as you, because um, you know my son has now been twenty over twenty one for a couple of years now, and now I'm at a point where I can drink his beer 
Oh, that's good. That God bless you. Good, good, man. I, uh, I've had an interesting week. I made a deal with my 14 year old that he can goof off and really kind of slack off for February vacation and enjoy himself. And he can fuck off and goof off and, you know, he'll be done with one of his theater groups and stuff like that by April vacation. But in between that, that seven week window, seven, eight week window, I want him to go on a program. And again, I'll do it with them, you know, and it's been nice because he's old enough to go to the gym. Although I don't look like a gym rat. I, I, I've been a gym rat since, since I was 14 is when my biological dad got into bodybuilding. So it's been absolute. This is the first time we've, we've done something like this together. Um, he doesn't love it, but the pushback isn't as bad as on other things. So I've been looking and looking to find something that we can do together uh, that's good for us, that uh, that's kind of a bonding thing. And, uh, and, and my thing is, like, you know, just try fucking everything and, and you know, stick with what what they hate the least. <laughs> so so we've, we've taken a break from a couple things, uh, taking a break from guitar and piano. Probably we'll start back up after next week because he is in two theater groups and one of them wraps next week. So he's kind of a little overtaxed with that. But it but it's been fun. So so, you know, my parenting tip is, uh, you know, what both of you said, agree, you know, find somebody better at this than, than you are. You are a thousand percent correct, Joe. Uh, find find something like, you know, I, I don't know what kind of beer they'll be drinking in a few years or, or they're drinking now. I don't I don't really know. I'm not that involved. But uh, but it's been a fun weekend. And I think we finally found something that at least for this seven week window, you know, will not be excruciating. It will be excruciating in the fact that he couldn't get out of bed the next day, which means he did it right the first time. Like, you know, uh, and and with that said, uh, you got you got you got you you two take over. I'm done. I'm no, done. I'm gonna let Joe the Joe finish this one. I'm gonna let Jock finish this one. That's oh, oh ooh. I guess it's gonna be silence. Crickets even. Jacques showed me his dick for some reason. It didn't come through though. Oh man, oh, I'm glad this is an audio only podcast. So uh well it was a pleasure having all of you uh seven uh around to listen to us talk about this and or that. Um, I, my uh, thoughts and prayers are with the people of Ukraine. And I uh, say that glibly because I know that that means nothing. We need to actually like do something by, I guess, donating. Donate to whatever cause that you can find. That's legitimate. That's legitimate. And by the way, there are probably a lot of Russian scam Ukrainian <laughs> <laughs> um, donation sites out there. So please be wary, you know, try to find a reputable, so, uh, reputable charity that will, you know, uh, be worthy of your dollars and cents when you're donating to help the people of Ukraine fight off the evil Russian emperor, Vladimir Putin. Um, is he an emperor now? I think maybe, I don't know if he's changing his titles now. Like he was a prime minister, president. Um, yeah, now I think uh, yeah, he's he's I guess a demigod, uh, maybe in some circles, but I don't know. Um, I guess that's it. So this is uh, your old pal Joe from Carnival Personnel in sunny downtown Burbank, saying, "Back to you, nobody, and don't forget."
Plastic sales pitch from now it hurts. 